Hello guys, welcome to Let's Figure This Out, this is D. I know, I know it's been a long time since I recorded, however, I've been really, really busy, um, recently graduated and have been working in my career, so shouts out to the class of 2020, nice going guys, we got through this thing. Um, I'm just going to jump right in today, I want to touch on attachment styles um recently i've been doing a lot of self-awareness work because i'm getting older and it's very important as an adult to know yourself so while doing this work i've discovered what my attachment style was and attachment style is basically how you interact in your close relationships whether it be um, a romantic relationship or a non-romantic relationship or friendship and so it basically explains um, how you are attached to someone and I I'm sorry y'all somebody uh, sent me something but I realized that I have a attachment style that I wasn't aware of. Um, and it's a dismissive avoidant attachment style. Um, it's four different attachment styles. They're secure. And those people are usually confident, reciprocal, non-reactive, and resilient. So if you're a secure attachment style, then you're doing you're doing well. Shout out to you. Um, Then you have anxious, preoccupied. Um, Those individuals, they have emotional hunger, a fantasy bond, lack of nurturing, and turbulence. And then you have dismissive avoidant, which I discovered I was. And the things that we deal with is isolation, ambiguity, um, and we are emotionally distant. And the last one is fearful avoidant. Um, they struggle with internal conflict. They may be dramatic, unpredictable, um, and things like that. So the way that I discovered that I was dismissive avoidant is by experiencing my last breakup and while I was analyzing the reasons why we did go our separate ways you know it caused me to of course look at myself and the things that I was flawed in as well as him so I did have to I had to do a lot of self-reflection um as it pertains to that relationship on why it didn't work or what's the things that I was lacking in um that I needed to work on and one thing was being emotionally distant and I I finally understood like you are very very emotionally distant or I really was um But, you know, like all things, 
I didn't get like this overnight. And of course it took um time to build this barrier up around myself or this layer of protection, emotional protection. So I had to dig deep into well why do I have this type of um attachment style? And of course, like all things do, um, you know, I study child development, so everything we do is based on our childhood and how we were raised and our connections with our caregivers, um, whoever that might have been, whether that was grandma, whether that was mom, dad, uh, uncle, big sister, whoever. Um, so as children, our relationship or attachment with our care, primary caregiver is ultimately what shapes us in our, in our emotional attachment. So digging deep and, you know, um, discovering what my attachment was, dismissive avoidant, um, well, let me just say what the definition of it is. A dismissive avoidant attachment style is demonstrated by those possessing a positive view of self. Um, but they may build a barrier around themselves for protection against others. So, I had to really, really go back far, 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 far back into childhood and think, well... What made me be emotionally distant as an adult now? And so I thought back and I was like, well, as a child, um, my father worked a lot because, of course, he had a family to support. And so he had to go make money. Because that's what adults do. So, as a kid, um, most of the time he was away at work. um, And I was with my mom or either at school. And so, I realized that, like, okay, that is maybe why. Because we spent time together. Don't get me wrong. He was always there in the house with us um, when he didn't have to work. But for the majority of my childhood, he was working. Um, So that helped me realize, like, oh, you know, okay, well, one parent couldn't really give you a lot lot of time because they were busy, you know, putting food on the table, providing for you, um, and making sure you had a roof over your head. So that helped me realize, like, okay, that's, that's the number one reason, okay? He was always working. Uh, you didn't really have a big of an emotional connection with him. Okay, cool. And then the second reason I discovered that uh, I have dismissive avoiding attachment was after my mother passed away. Um, losing her basically created... Um, an idea in my head that, okay, I lost a person who I knew for sure 
um, love me unconditionally. So losing someone that was that uh, important in my life or such a staple in my life um, caused me to have the idea that, oh, you can lose anyone. You can lose anybody because that was the most important person to me at the time. So losing her, um, losing anyone else didn't really seem that big of a deal, Um, which isn't good, of course. So I had to really, really evaluate that, you know, like, okay, losing a parent, um, someone you love so deeply, you know, once you lose that like that. It's like losing anything else really doesn't affect you that much. Because it's like, <laughs> I lost the most important person ever. Like, it's, it's nobody above that. So, it's like, if someone else was to walk away or if I was to lose that person, it's not going to affect me. Like, you know, so I had that wall up as well. So, I had to discover that and really dig deep into, oh, this is the reason why you are emotionally available in your relationships. So it was a lot of reflecting, you know, a lot of uh, self-realization, like, okay, this isn't working. You need to make a change. And so how do I change it, you ask? Well, now, as a 23-year-old adult, um, I realized that you can't, live life and have sufficient relationships with anyone without some form of emotion in it whether that be your romantic partner or friend um or whoever i mean we're human so naturally we're going to want that connection and just because I'm dismissive, avoidant doesn't mean that everybody else is. So in order for me to have effective relationships in my life, I had to change the way I saw um, love in in a sense and affection in a sense as well. Like I had to switch the way I thought completely because it just wasn't working for me anymore. So... Um, so yeah, like realizing, yeah, that's not getting you anywhere, like being cold, being distant. I mean, I mean, it works for a while, maybe at a young age, you know, cause when we're very young, of course, like we love to, um, I don't want to say hop from person to person or nothing like that, but we love to experience a lot of people as young people because that's what we're living for. So um, it's very easy to be cold or be distanced towards people because that's what you look for at a younger, younger age. Like you're looking for um, someone to just have fun with for the moment. Like that's cool. Like that's what you want to do because you're you're not really trying to invest um, nothing into them emotionally because probably you are, probably aren't even that emotionally mature to even do that if you wanted to anyway. So it's okay to be cold or distant when you're young um, because you're playing the field. I mean, you want to have fun. You want to, you know, meet this person, that person, have a good time basically. So um, 
So, yeah, you're enjoying yourself. So it's not that important. However, once you realize like, okay, now I'm an adult, um, relationships matter to me now. It's like, okay, how can I change this? So you have to dig deep into, you know, the reason why you are the way you are first. No, you have to figure out what attachment style it is that you have. And then you have to figure out why it is that you are the way you are. And then how to change yourself. So basically, I changed myself by, you know, letting my guard down and uh, realizing that it was okay to be emotionally vulnerable with people that we, that I trust. Like, it's it's okay, you know, like you can trust them. Like, they they aren't going to hurt you or they don't have a a vendetta or anything, uh, arterial motive, I should say, to try to hurt you. And I also had learned that it's normal to be um, emotionally available to people who are around you or who care about you or who who love you. And number three, I had to realize as well that everybody isn't dismissive avoidant like I was because I was thinking like, okay, well, why is this person so emotionally attached to people or to me or because I didn't quite understand because that's not how I was but I had to realize just because I was that way that doesn't mean everybody else is so ultimately I had to switch you know how I interact with people who are close to me and I'm still learning how to do it as well I mean I didn't get this way overnight either So it's not an overnight process. I'm not going to snap my finger and then automatically it's like, oh, I can show emotion to everybody. Um, I can let everybody close. No, Um, it's a process. It takes time to become, to have a good attachment um, style to others. It takes time. So... Yeah, I mean, it was just self-realization and um, just really growth, like, you know, changing and going into that next chapter of life and, you know, realizing what you really want and, you know, stuff like that. So doing that really, really helped. Um, I still am on the journey to having a healthy attachment um style like I said it's not overnight um you're not gonna change overnight uh don't expect yourself to and but you should also keep striving and trying to become what it is that you want to be um and also help others who are close to you understand like you aren't this way because you decided to be. It's not like you wanted to be like that, you know. Um, things might have molded you into becoming the way that you are now. And um, just like whatever their attachment style is, something molded them to be that way as well. So it's the same thing with you and realize 
it's going to take time. Like I said, you're not going to snap no finger and be like, oh, well, I'm just ready to let everybody in close. Mm -mm. It's not going to happen that way because you didn't get like that overnight. So it's not going to take two weeks um, or three weeks for you to automatically be comfortable with letting people close. Um, that's just not how it works. I mean, but the first step is realization and um, self-discovery and realizing that um, your childhood molds you first and two, that it's not working and three, that you need to change and, and four, actually taking the actions to change. Um, so I'm still on this journey of getting a good attachment style. Um, those of you who know me, um, you know my attachment style. Um, well, you know now. <laughs> the reason, the method behind the madness, like they say. Uh, but I am getting getting a lot, lot, lot better with it. Uh, and it is a process, like I said. So just be patient with yourself and love yourself and realize that you're not at fault. And um, take the time to heal, though. It's your, it's your, you didn't make yourself this way or anything, but it is your job to change yourself. That is your job to do that. So take the time to do it. And, um, yeah, I mean, if you really want to change, you know, take the time to do it and take however long you need to and whatever, but you ultimately want to reach that goal of having a good attachment style in the future. So just keep that in mind. Um, but I'm glad you guys decided to tune in today. <laughs> Thank you for listening. It's been like 30 years since I've been on here. <laughs> but um, thank you for taking the time to listen. I really appreciate it. I hope I helped just one person out there if I did. Um, I just thank you for your patience and tuning in. So I'll see you guys uh, next time. Maybe in 40 years. I don't know. <laughs> but... You guys have a good evening.